PFF NFL Daily, where, hey man, it's week one of the NFL. We've got some real football to preview, and what better way to do that, Sam, than to talk matchups. Gotta love a matchup-driven game like football, where we get to isolate some of our favorites. I know you're writing the whole article on the PFF app, which everybody should download right now. So let's discuss week one, some of your favorite matchups to watch, Sam. Yeah, we made it. We'll uh, talk a little bit more specifically about the Bills and the Rams as we get closer to that opening day game, the little island game all on its own Thursday. But week one's got some fun matchups, not just team versus team, but also on an individual level. One of my favorites, Kyle Pitts against Marshawn Lattimore. And you think about it, you're like, well, why would Marshawn Lattimore cover a tight end? And well, the answer is because Kyle Pitts isn't really a tight end. And if you look last year in two games, Lattimore was the guy that Kyle Pitts was up against one-on-one most often. Now, maybe that gets complicated this year with the Falcons having Drake London, but Marshawn Lattimore thrives against these larger target physical type wide receivers. Remember, this is the guy that's given Mike Evans more trouble than any other cornerback in the NFL by a mile. Across two games last season, Kyle Pitts had two catches for 22 yards against Marshawn Lattimore on like five targets. So, I am excited to see if Kyle Pitts, remember, he's still a work in progress as to what exactly he's going to be at this level. Is he going to morph into this sort of number one wide receiver superstar? Is he going to split the difference and still remain a tight end? Is he going to really be a tight end with some um, receiving plus skills? Either way, seeing him go one-on-one with Marshawn Lattimore twice a year is generally going to be some pretty must-watch TV. Yeah, and Kyle Pitts, you know, until someone really emerges opposite him, he will get that kind of treatment from other teams too that like to play more matchup type of uh, uh, secondary play. Like to match up, play like one-on-one basketball on the back end. So do love that as a matchup. Another receiver-cornerback matchup I always love seeing is Justin Jefferson of the Minnesota Vikings going up against Jair Alexander of the Green Bay Packers. Jair has been you know battling injuries all last year, and this will be different. He's probably not going to track... Justin Jefferson I'm not really sure that's the way that the Green Bay Packers want to play football but there'll be enough matchups there that I think that's going to highlight two of the best of their position I think Jalen Ramsey is the guy is the best cornerback in football right now but Jair Alexander was the highest graded in 2020 and in any given year could be the man so I think we're talking top at least top three at their respective positions and they'll have probably 10 to 15 good one-on-one matchups to take a look at and ultimately whether or not he's playing Jair Alexander one-on-one in that game, Green Bay might have the best stable of corners in the NFL top to bottom, right? So it's whether it's Jair Alexander, whether it's Eric Stokes, whether it's Razul Douglas, it's going to be a fun matchup seeing anybody of those three cover Justin Jefferson and what he's going to be trying to do this season, you know, become the league's number one wide receiver. I think there's a few receiver corner type matchups. Um, Denver against uh, Seattle, the, the Russell Wilson returning type of game that's going to be the thing getting focused but Patrick Sertan the second going up against that duo of Seattle receivers DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett just from last year in terms of their alignments and things he'll see more of Tyler Lockett than DK Metcalf but that's a fun matchup as well in terms of seeing Sertan cover either of those guys Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think that'll look receivers and corners. Those are the matchups that are going to win and lose games. So um, and I think every week with Seattle, that's going to be a huge story for them, depending on who they're going up against. Uh, one of the matchups that is kind of the other way, it's it's not so much. This is going to be amazing back and forth. It's this one could be a beatdown. 
is Miles Garrett against Iki Iquanu, the rookie tackle from the Carolina Panthers. So we're talking about Miles Garrett, who is one of the best edge rushers in the NFL. He's generally going to rush over the over the left tackle, and he's got to go. He's going to go up against the rookie who's already struggled in pass protection. And Miles Garrett, week one last year, goes up against Orlando Brown of the Kansas City Chiefs. Orlando Brown had a really good year. If you throw out that first game, it, you know, Orlando Brown's stats were kind of skewed. His grades were skewed for a few weeks because Miles Garrett got the best of him in week one, and Icky could be seeing the same. Yeah, there's a couple of baptism by fire games uh, for the rookies in this week one. The one you just talked about is absolutely one of them. A guy who, you know, pass protection was the weaker part of his game anyway. Preseason kind of highlighted that. And then your starting point is oh, you're going up against arguably the best edge rusher in the NFL. And by the way, your quarterback made it a little bit more spicy with comments that were on or off the record reported that Miles Garrett absolutely took note of, you know? So, yeah, poor old Icky Aquano is definitely going to have a welcome to the NFL moment by Miles Garrett. But Tyler Smith, the rookie tackle now for the Dallas Cowboys, his first game trying to replace Tyron Smith at left tackle is going to come against Shaquille Barrett. Now, Shaquille Barrett isn't quite Miles Garrett, but he's a top-tier NFL pass rusher and a guy, again, who pass protection was the weaker aspect of his game in college. His, I think the highest uh, pass blocking grade of his college career was 78-ish, compared with 93.9 as a run blocker. So raw player, pass protection was the weaker area, spent all preseason a guard, assignment number one, is eliminate Shaquille Barrett for an entire game. That's a pretty tough ask. And just as difficult as is deciphering Todd Bowles, his blitz-heavy scheme, where the rushers are coming sure. from. So not a good week one matchup, or a challenging one at least, for Tyler Smith of the Cowboys. Get ready for all of this NFL week one action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Bet just $5 on any football game and get $200 in free bets instantly and now everyone can experience the thrill of DraftKings early win promotion you get up seven and you win bet on any NFL team of your choice and if your team leads by seven points at any point during the game you get paid instantly even if your team loses DraftKings is safe secure and reliable best of all you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want so download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now use promo code PFF to get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on any football game it's code PFF only at DraftKings Sportsbook, 21 or 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for terms and resources. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. One per new customer, minimum $5 deposit and wager. $200 issued as eight $25 free bets. You know, sometimes reps struggle. make you better. Yeah, no. not you. No, not getting any better. Not getting no. any better with this one. What else you got for, uh, for matchups, Sam? Well, let me stick with the left or the young uh, rookie tackle thing, because as much as Iki Aquanu and um, Tyler Smith may be getting a baptism by fire, Evan Neal has kind of a nice, nice little intro to the NFL, I think. Um, right tackle now for the New York Giants, college left tackle. Obviously, he's been um, brought in to try and solidify that offensive line. Again, another guy who preseason, it looked like, you know what, there's enough struggles here that this might take a while. You know, he might be a great player for the Giants down the line. Doesn't necessarily look like it's going to happen early, you know, as a rookie. But Tennessee Titans, injury to Harold Landry, all of a sudden they're just bereft of pass rushing options. Generally speaking, Bud Dupree rushes from the other side of the line most of the time as well. 
So he might be facing Rashad Weaver for the entire time. Rashad Weaver, uh, what was he, a, a mid-round pick a year ago, didn't play essentially all last season. All we've seen from him is a couple of hundred preseason snaps across two different preseasons where he's been, you know, pretty good. But if you're Evan Neal looking at what could have been, I, you'd absolutely take that as your, your intro to the NFL. I like this, you know, this this breakdown, Sam. You know, there's some mismatches, and then there's some where it's like, all right, rookie, you know, you might you might be able to handle yourself this week against the Titans pass rushers. But similar to the Todd Bowles comment, the Titans do a really good job of scheming up those unblocked rushers, not necessarily all on Evan Neal, but general communication for those tackles. Uh, one more receiver matchup, receiver cornerback matchup, really. Tyreek Hill against the New England Patriots. Tyreek Hill against Bill Belichick yeah. in the Patriots. So Bill Belichick has done, look, not a great job against the Kansas City Chiefs offense. He's done a pretty good job against the Chiefs, and well, against Patrick Mahomes in particular, making life difficult for Patrick Mahomes. And he did that in part by taking Tyreek Hill away. He did that with Jonathan Jones, who's got 4-3-3 speed in his own right. Jonathan Jones probably playing on the outside a little bit more, maybe in preparation for playing Tyreek Hill twice a, twice a year. So now, first off, how do the Dolphins use Tyreek Hill? How do the Patriots combat that? and slow him down we get to see this twice a year and we start it here in week one yeah and does it change you know how you defend Tyreek Hill when the quarterback is Tua versus Patrick Mahomes you know does that adjust the way a defense is going to actually try and take him away because they have less confidence in Tua's ability to connect the same way they that Patrick Mahomes was able to uh it is fascinating because the Patriots were one of the few teams with Jonathan Jones with a guy on defense that's at least in the ballpark of Tyreek Hill in terms of speed, quickness, and athleticism. You know, there are, Jonathan Jones is not where Tyreek Hill is, but he's at least in the same page of that book, which is something most corners, most teams just simply don't have. They don't have a guy that's even in the same area. Um, so how the Patriots go about that, and as you say, how the Dolphins deploy him, how the whole thing looks, will be a fascinating sort of matchup to watch, and maybe Belichick gives the rest of the league some kind of you know, the, the famous blueprint or some kind of indication as to how you're supposed to combat Tyreek Hill, even outside of Kansas City. I love it, Sam. Football's back. We get to actually talk matchups this week. Let us know if you're listening. Leave us a five-star review. Let us know your favorite matchup for week one. And in YouTube, let us know in the comments. What are you looking for here in week one when it comes to matchups? It's the PFF NFL Daily.